You're listening to Two Girls, One Crossword. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 100th episode of Two Girls, One Crossword. I'm Grace Topinka. And I'm Chelsea Rowan. We are the Good Evening Girls, and this is your favorite weekly pod word crosscast. There you go. But it's not your regular crosscast this week. Okay, it's not? No. So if you've been a longtime listener, then you know that usually Chelsea and I pick a topic from uh, previous crosswords. We present them to each other every week. That's 98 episodes, or sorry, 99 episodes, two topics per episode, 198 topics total. Wow. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So for our 100th episode, we are going to test each other on all of the previous topics that we've covered. Every single topic, all of them. Yes. I went through all the odd episodes. Chelsea went through all the even episodes. We picked one question per topic. We put them into a little program called Quizlet. Quizlet. Yes, and we are going to do the flashcards and see how many we can get right. Okay. Well, okay. So then what are the rules? There are no rules. There are no rules. Basically, the question's going to pop up, and we just got to get the answer. We just got to answer the question. Okay? Put our brains together. Brains together. Um, but we did poll our Twitter followers to ask them what percentage they think we would get right, mm. and... They have little faith in us. I hate to say it. I mean, thank you to everyone who voted. Someone actually did vote 75 to 100%. Thank you. Thank you. So check your mailbox. You'll be getting a special (laughs) present from us, Um, whoever you are. Yes. By the way, the Twitter polls are anonymous. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I feel like we might do a little... A little bit better. I don't know. We might. We because we kind of got like a little bit of a brain refresher by going through all the past topics, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, if that's the case, don't you think we should do a little bit of a penalty? You know, a penalty for being too good, too smart, as it were. Too smart, too beautiful. Yes. Um, I think that's a great idea. A great. So idea. yes, to keep things interesting, after we get ten, if we get ten questions right in a row. Then we will take a performance dehancing drug. Um, yes, because we need to dehance our performance. Because I think we're just really smart. Yeah. So. We need something to get in the memory banks and mess us up. <laughs> and delete the memory, bring us down. <laughs> exactly. This is a totally legal in Illinois drug. Um, so, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's it. Well, there's something kind of special about today. Oh. Should we tell the listeners what's you special? Tell. Okay, so the most important element of this, not only is it the 100th episode, but it is the first time we are recording in person together since quarantine. Yeah, how that was like five years ago at this point. Five years at this point. I haven't seen the outside daylight in years. Um, Chelsea's got us rigged out, all types of stuff. I mean, I have lights on me. I have like three cameras on me. I don't know where to look, but, uh, you should check us out on YouTube, which we put all of our episodes on YouTube. If you ever want to see our beautiful faces. Yes. But this is a very special one because now we're together. Yeah. And we, we have good chemistry when we're in the same room. Not that we don't have good chemistry on zoom, but it's better in person. We can high five. We can stop for a quick hug if we needed to. I refuse to hug her, but if she wants, we could definitely... You want your back cracked? <laughs> I often ask her to stop the recording so that she could crack my back. That's an ASMR thing. It is. I lay on the, the ground on my stomach and she just walks on it. It's kind of like our thing. Some people like to listen to back cracks on YouTube. 
Well, and that's not you know, me. <laughs> if you're interested in that, we may or may not be doing back cracks later. So hop over to YouTube and watch us. <laughs> That'll be the bonus round <laughs> back cracks. Um, before we get into the quiz, though, we do still have another poll. Polapalooza right, from, from last, last week. week. Okay. Yes. Um, we asked our followers, how do you feel about playing with Ouija boards? Oh. And p- potential options where I wouldn't mess with it. I don't think they work. I've done it. And then I've done it and got haunted. Oh, who won? So 40% said that they've done it. So we have okay. kind of a cool follower base. Okay. We like, we like to hear that you're into the occult. 26% said that they wouldn't mess with it, which also respect. Okay. Um, even though... I kind of more agree with 13%. I don't think they work Me too. the way they're intended. If you listen to our last episode, you may or may not agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 20% was actually third place that I've done it and got haunted. And then I commented on the poll saying, if you voted for that, please like write in the comments down below what happened and nobody come forward. There. So maybe they got really haunted. They can't even be on Twitter. And their ghost friend was like, I told you not to say anything about this, and you went on Twitter, and you put me on blast, so now we're done. Embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing. So. Yeah. So that's that's that. That's that. That's it, and that's all. Thanks for participating in the polls, as always. If you're interested in our polls, you can follow us on Twitter at the Good Eve Girls. Grace comes up with some really fun things, so thanks for that, Grace. I don't know if we'll do a poll this, this week, I guess. We don't have to, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. I Although, guess. we might. Well, I didn't want to say that. Never mind. Oh. You'll just have to wonder. You'll just have to wonder and guess. Okay. So we're getting we're everything okay. up. It's ready. I think it's on shuffle. We got 198 questions ready to go. Okay. And I'm already feeling pretty good about this first question because it's my topic. And uh... Okay. So I'll read the question. The question is, Erna Phillips is the mother of blank. Do you know it? I know this one. Do you know this one? Yeah. Soap Soaps. operas. So yeah. Boom. Boom. That'll be... One and done, baby. Okay, yes. so that's one question we've gotten right. So Stop I'm feeling that. a performance dehancing drug in our future. All right, <laughs> r- relax. We got nine more questions to go. You're right. chomping at the bit. All right, <laughs> next question. King Henry VIII is said to have burst into his queen's chambers with all his friends pretending to be who? I know this one. I know it too. All right, go ahead. Robin Hood, men Robin in tights. Men in tights, baby. Boom. Oh, and the Band of Merry Men. Of course. That counts. That counts. All right. Oh, go ahead. Do you want to do this one? You can another one. We can go back and forth, yeah? Okay. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So the Uffizi Gallery was home to which prominent Italian family before it became a museum? I know this one, too. I know this one, too. This is the uh, Medici family. Correct. Boom. Three in a row, baby. Which episode was that from? I think that was one of yours. Yes, it was when I talked about the Uffizi Gallery. Okay. (laughs) There we go. All right. (laughs) What are the names of the famous Lisa Frank Tiger duo designs who she named her two sons after? I know this too. Well, I remember this because we talked about it in the podcast. So she married a guy whose last name was Green, and I thought it was funny that she named her sons Hunter and Forrest. Correct. Forrest spelled with two R's. Um, Isn't that how Forrest is spelled? Well... No. Like, if you're just walking into a forest, it's with one R. Oh. Okay. We've learned something <laughs> new about Grace today. <laughs> there you go. We got it that right. That right to me. Well, it's not wrong. It's how you spell forest the name. All right. Fine. I'll take your word for it. And, and then I did make the joke that if she had a da- daughter, she could have named her Kelly. Ooh, I love that. Okay, so that's four right. After, if we hit ten... Then I'm going to stop counting the correct ones. And the counter will be happening live on YouTube, okay? Yeah. 
So I'm only keeping count in case we need to pause. So here's the next question. What is the definition of a compulsion as defined in relation to obsessive compulsive disorder? Ooh, this is a little trickier. <laughs> this one's longer. This is one of your long ones. Yes. Okay. So I do have a couple longer answers that in my mind, if you get the general gist, yeah, yeah. you get it right. Okay. So well, what is the correct way to say this? I remember for OCD, a compulsion, it's like something that you have an impulse to do that you think will like make something better or make something bad not happen right so the compulsion is the response to the obsession so your obsession is like an idea or a thought like somebody is following me and you think that okay i don't actually know if that's like a, an obsession somebody can have but let's just play pretend and then your compulsion in order to stop that person from following you you have to open and close your door five times mm -hmm. let's check Ooh, the answer. Repetitive behaviors or thoughts that someone might use to neutralize or counteract their obsession. I go with that. Okay, five. Nice. All right. Chiron is one of the most famous centaurs in Greek mythology. What made his appearance different from other centaurs? <laughs> answer to this one. Do you know this? Isn't it like his, he had human, or no, what was it? It's like he had human legs or something instead of horse, and he just had a horse butt attached to him. Right. So basically, his front legs were human. So he's human all the way down, and then he's got the horse butt attached to the back. And apparently, in mythology, I think it's something like they did this to show that he was a more, uh, like, he was a less uh, animalistic centaur to kind of differentiate him. Like, he was a better one. Okay, but how did he pee? Did he have a human. He probably had two pee-pees. Wiener and then a horse wiener? Two? Two. He had he had he was doing double duty on the pee thing. All right, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> His front His... legs were human rather than horse leg. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, what is this? I'll read it. In 1975, Pina Bausch revived Nijinsky's choreography of The Rite of Spring. This performance played out on an earth-covered stage and shocked audience audiences when this happened to the chosen one. Oh, I know Pina Bausch. I know this choreography. This was your topic. It was my topic. I don't know if I know the answer to this. When this happened to the chosen one. I know the answer. She knows the answer. Um, they were sacrificed to like appease the misogyny. Oh, of the people around okay. Her. Something like that. If you're counting, this is seven, right? They were sacrificed to gratify the misogyny of the surrounding men. Oh, if you have not seen this performance, it's on YouTube. Watch it. It's amazing. Anyway. Okay. Here's another one. This is a magical sign that can represent various angels and demons. Is this a sigil? Correct. Yo, yo, yo. Contrary to current stereotypes, this was a reputable career in ancient Mesopotamia, held by scholars and intellectuals. It involved incantations, oils, tying and untying knots, and other rituals. This is my topic. Oils, tying and untying knots, and other rituals. Even like now, it's kind of not seen as a necessarily reputable career. But back in the day, it was like scholars and stuff would do this. Think, like imagine my head just spun 360 possession <laughs> okay if someone gets possessed who do you hire oh exorcisms an exorcist yes <laughs> okay salt lake city utah has the highest per capita consumption of what snack food do you know this yeah oh gosh 
This is your topic. Me? Yeah. Salt. What the hell? What kind of topic did I talk about? Salt Lake City. In? Topic about food. It was used like in the olden days, more so. Like, is it Jello? Yep. Jello. Thanks to the Mormons, the Mormons corridor region in Utah is named the Jello Belt. Okay. And all right, that's ten. I do really feel like we're too smart for our we're good. We're too smart. So maybe we take a little break, come back, and see how we're feeling. All right. All right. Let's we'll do see it. you then. 10 hours later. All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Shall we get into this? Okay. <laughs> Should we say about hello? Say hello again? Oh, we just said hello like 20 minutes ago in their <laughs> life. It's been a little longer than that over here. Yeah, we may or may not have taken a walk. Maybe. To buy soda. This episode brought to you by Coca-Cola. The desire to be sponsored by Coca-Cola. I wish. You're out there listening. Please uh, write in. Okay. But I think we should get back to the game. Uh, the game of life. Because life is made up of just small instances where you <laughs> trivia. <laughs> <Okay>. trivia. <laughs> because trivia lets you show off to people. Don't you love dropping trivia in like the middle oh, of a conversation? I, I do. And then people are like, why do you know that? I'm like, oh, it's a topic for my podcast. I'm so. actually... The host of a rather successful podcast. They're like, so. why do you know the top three types of service dog breeds? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, thanks. Do you want to read this question <clears throat> or should I? I will read this question 11. What does SETI stand for? S-E-T-I, SETI. I feel like it's the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. <laughs> it might not be search. That's the, I'm pretty sure oh. ET is extraterrestrial. I think you're right. Extra or searching for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, Study. No. Info information. No, I think it's S- extraterrestrial. All right, all right. Let's let's check. Oh, search. That's what I said. She got it right. Okay. All right. Keep going. Oh look, I spelled extraterrestrial one word. It's on me. No, it is one word. But I think they just put the two because it has this. The well, really- then why does what is Katy Perry singing about? Because <laughs> that song's called E.T. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'll do this one. Oh. More serial killers are born in, the, in November than any other month. Maybe that's why they need this orange-brown birthstone that was believed to break evil spells during the Renaissance in Europe. I don't know any orange or brown. Uh, amber. No. I don't, is amber a birthstone? No, I don't think it is. Peridot, garnet, ruby. Oh, oh no, topaz. Topaz? Let's check. <clears throat> Damn. Boom. Henry Dunant was a Swiss humanitarian who co-founded the YMCA of Geneva. He also won the Nobel Peace Prize for founding which other organization? This is one of those that I whipped out into conversation like the other week. And the person I told it to was like, no, 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 somebody else did that. And I looked it up and I was like, bum, 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 bum. Someone else named Henry Dunant. <laughs> so what, what Nobel Peace Prize Foundation did he form? I believe it's the Red Cross. <gasps> the Red Cross. And we're talking about the net, you know, the global one, not, you know, the American Red Cross. Anyway, these naval societies were early blueprints of what would later become Western democracy. A naval, I know this one, a naval society. They were out there on the seas, making their own rules. 
These naval societies were early blueprints of what would later become Western democracy. Is this pirates? It is. Ooh. <clears throat> Ahoy. Julia Edwards is known as the first lady of this dance craze. Oh, I know this one. Which dances have we done? We've done Limbo was the most recent one we yes. did. Have we done? Oh, you did the ballet one. Oh, I did the ballet well, one. I'm guessing it's, it's Limbo. Limbo. She's right. Boom, boom, boom. All right, next question. Which country was the first to adopt DST nationally in 1916 as a way to conserve energy during World War I? I know this. Was it Austria? No, no, no. Oh, Christ. No, no, no. Close. Germany. Germany. They would be. I'm kind of just cute note. What do each of the four horsemen represent? This is kind of hard. There's four of them. Yes. One is definitely plague. There's or is that the famine? One, there's, I think that might be the same one. Okay. Well, what are the... Okay. There's a pale horse. Is that the, the death one? One is death. I just know one is pale because I was like, That's, what color is pale? Right. Exactly. And then I remember there's a white, black, and red one because we did that trivia on our Instagram. So today. definitely, let's say death, famine, and war. I would say those are the big three. Okay, but what's there's four? I feel like the fourth one is something really strange. Death, famine, war, war. pestilence. <laughs> what's that? Like pestilence. So like the, when insects swarm. Oh. Infestation. You don't think that's part of famine? Like a plague. Plague and pestilence. Maybe it's famine, plague. Because those are two different things. You're like, right. For us, it seems like it'd be kind of the same thing. But I feel like back in the day, those are two totally different events. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. They, now might have, have, they might have enough to eat, but they're dying. Yeah. Because of a disease. Okay, so famine, mm-hmm. war, mm-hmm. death, pestilence. <laughs> Red is war, pale is death, black is famine, and white is conquest. Conquest? <laughs> I feel like pestilence is in there, though. Like... You're right. It's part of... One of these. Of plague. So, oh, plague um, isn't even on there. Famine. I think... Okay, famine, plague. plague. Okay. They do lump them together then. They, right. And death, you know, goes with all of these. We knew one was death. We did. And conquest. war. And war. Because, like, war and conquest are similar, right? But conquest, to me, feels like... Con- like, more like conquering mm-hmm. a nation. And, like, you know, kind of like what the Europeans did to the Native Americans, right? Like, mm-hmm conquest very brutal are they saying that it's bad to do that like is the bible saying that one of the four horsemen being part of the apocalypse maybe it's like you've been conquested over and that's a horseman well that's great i mean this whole chapter is kind of weird like a lot of of, like mystical more stuff happens okay this character from italy's commedia del arte was the most mimey of them all and had almost his whole performance based in pantomime this is, God, 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 God. It's like the, I, I remember. The Harlequin? Yeah, it's like the traditional clown. Yes. Arlecchino, a.k.a. Harlequin. Yes. Harlequin. Harlequin. Next question is, Skippy, one of the most famed dog actors in the world, is best known for what role in the 1934 detective comedy, The Thin Man? Oh, yes. This was you. This took me a bit to remember what I was the heck i was talking about but then the thin man brought me a memory do you know the answer i know the answer the answer is asta 
That is correct. This fast-moving sport is sometimes called ballet with bullets. Oh, Russian roulette. Oh, we never <laughs> done <laughs> no. Russian <laughs> This is... <laughs> Wait, let me read it again. This fast-moving sport is sometimes called ballet with bullets? The sport is, like, kind of obscure. It's not like baseball. Oh, I think I know what this is not now. What? High lie. Yes. God. Who was the first yeah. person to translate the Bible in German? Hmm. I know this. Martin Luther. It's true. It's true. He used to fast. And he made his whole, like, sect of a religion based on it. Isn't that cool? Oh. Martin Luther. All right. Ooh. Long question coming at you. Mm-hmm. Stilton is an... This is an early yeah. topic. Okay. Stilton. This is going to be horrible for us. <laughs> is an early cheese granted with the status of... English cheese. Okay. Stilton is an English cheese granted with the status of a protected designation of origin by the European Commission. In order for a cheese to be considered Stilton cheese, it must be completely manufactured in one of three regions in England. Name one of the three regions. Not in Shire. <laughs> Is that a place? <laughs> or no, Nottingham. Nottingham. <laughs> you know English better than I do. Nottinghamshire? No, it's just, <laughs> it's one or the other. It could be both. What says one of the three regions? Birmingham. Birmingham? How many regions are there? Is it like north, south, east, west? No, it's west? like not a re you know, like a, it has one of those names. Like, where's that place that you said you were from? New Jersey. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were from England. Oh. Yeah. Birmingham? No, that's not where you're from. <laughs> you're from a place where the Beatles are from, I think. Where are the Beatles from? <laughs> no, you're driving me crazy. Because <laughs> you told that person that you were from. Oh, that. oh, oh. Liverpool? Yes. <laughs> okay, let's say Liverpool. You think? I don't think. I'm just Sussex? trying. Sussex? Sussex is a great one. Maybe Sussex. I don't know. Sussex. Nottinghamshire It was Nottinghamshire. And you said it has to be one I, or the I, other. I didn't know. I thought you were just being funny putting them together. I can't take this person. I anywhere. thought you were joking. You should have told me, like, no, that's also. Well, I say we got it right. Okay. Well, what are the other Derbyshire and Derbyshire and Leicestershire. I think that's how you say it. Beautiful. Rolls off the tongue. So we're gonna give that to us. I <laughs> All right, I'm taking we it. We said it, so I think that counts. Oh, Ikebana is the Japanese art of what? I know this. It's not Think. origami. Correct. Ikebana. You're saying I should know. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I remember this mm -hmm. The from putting together the flashcards. <laughs> it was like uh, <clears throat> arranging flowers or something. Flower yes. arrangement. Yes. Do you remember what that was used for? So it's part of that, uh, the, like, idea of wabi-sabi, like, beauty in oh, simplicity, right, right. um, and, like, honoring things with, like, that have histories or pasts, so, like, if something breaks, you just repair it, mm -hmm. and you, you know, 
beautiful. Anyway, that's what that's from. All right. Well, <clears throat> many buildings in Hong Kong have dragon holes in them to allow energy to flow from the mountains to the water and vice versa. What Chinese art is this based on? This, my friend, is based on feng shui. Correct. Love it. What the hell? <laughs> I got a Bible quote up next. All right. Okay. Uh, question 25 in Genesis Chapter 24, verse 22, when Abraham decides to find a wife for his son Isaac, he chooses Rebekah and gives her a gift to seal the deal. This is the first recorded mention of what type of jewelry? Oh, this was a hard topic to write a question for. It's the piercing topic? Yeah, it was hard. Because not a lot of it is like based in like factoids. It's more like... Around the 15th yeah. century, people started wearing pinky ring. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, <clears throat> if it's in the Bible, I'm guessing it's a nose ring. Yeah. A gold nose ring. This great lake is the largest lake that is entirely in one country. Hmm. Well, I feel like Lake Michigan is the only one that doesn't border Canada. Or it's the biggest one, at least. Oh. No, it does. You can go up into Canada and Lake Michigan. No, I think the, like, Wisconsin and Michigan close over it. You think so? I'm going to sound like an idiot this here. This is your topic. It was. And I live in Chicago, and I should know whether or not Lake Michigan goes into freaking Canada. You know, you're probably right. But I'm going to, I don't know. What's, what did you say? Lake Michigan. Oh my god, I look like an asshole. What country does Taekwondo originate from? Ooh, this is Korea. That's too easy for you. Okay. This was the location of a partial meltdown of a nuclear power plant off the coast of Pennsylvania. Oh, I remember this topic very vividly being one of those topics where I just kept no 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 this is no that's its own country that's the nuclear meltdown one it's called something like tree something i or something island something island <clears throat> oh this is bad are we gonna have to pass on this one yeah. you wrote this question i know but i don't remember because there are a couple different islands island ones three mile okay three nah, mile island okay Name all of the Bronte sisters and their brother. The brother. Charlotte, Emily, and Anne are mm -hmm. the sisters. Yes. His name is like weird. Robert. No, it's weird. It's like Flock or something like that. <laughs> I kid you not. Flick. Um, um, you just posted something. I know, I know. I'm thinking now. I need to go back to my brain palace. Brenmar? No. Brulin? No, Bryn... Branwell. Branwell. <laughs> we said Charlie Man. Yeah. Okay. Did you just see the insane attentiveness on Grace's face just now as she searched the depths of her mind palace I for the name? I know it was like BW type. <laughs> type, type so. uh, and this just further reiterates that you should be watching us on YouTube mm -hmm. because you get to see fun moments like that. That, you know, audio voice just, it just doesn't cut it. Now let's we explain. Oh yeah, the we, could, after. we could explain in clear, crisp detail exactly what happened. Uh, just stay tuned to the end of the episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, this you. Oh, I'll read this one. 
Humpty Dumpty is best known for being an egg. (laughs) (laughs) But according to the Oxford English Dictionary in the 17th century, Humpty Dumpty was what other inanimate object? It was a drink, but I don't remember what kind of drink, like a cocktail. A cocktail? Yes. What do... Well, 17th century. Do you think it's like a British cocktail? It's the Oxford English Dictionary. It's got to be something that the Brits would know about in the 17th century. There is a cocktail that's made with an with egg whites. I don't know what that one is called, though. Should we say cocktail with egg whites? Yeah. Drink of brandy boiled with ale. Oh, <laughs> and brandy. egg whites, yeah. it says. <laughs> oh, God. Where are the four... Oh, this is the Book of Revelations. You just to read the question. Oh. <laughs> Where are the four that, where are the four horsemen mentioned in the Bible? And she answered correctly, the book of Revelations, New Testament. Thirty-two. Question thirty-two. <laughs> Who wrote the modernist poem that is just oh, the modernist poem, This is just to say, which is now a popular meme. What's his name? He's a man with three first names, I'll give you that. <laughs> Aren't the first and last name the same? Yes. Like Johnson, P. Johnson. You're on the right path, but you're at the right, the wrong name. You want the, you want the answer? Yeah. William Carlos Williams. That's the poem about the plums. Yes, I do remember that. This children's book, written in 1990 by William Steig, would inspire a DreamWorks movie about an unlikely hero. This must be Shrek. It is Shrek exclamation point. The name of the book and the movie. Wow. Moving on to the next question. This is the study of the history, symbolism, and usage of flags or any interest in flags in general. I just realized, like, people who are studying it, they're lumped in with people who just have, like, an interest. Any interest in flags. Really? So, like, I like a good flag. I remember this is, like, vexology. Vexillology yeah. or something. Vexilog- yeah. Vexillology. So, like, if I'm semi-interested, if I have any interest at all in flags, I'm a vexillologist, according to the definition. But mm-hmm. so is someone who's, like, getting a PhD in it. Right, exactly. Um, so. That's just drama in the flag community. What'd you write about that? That much? Ve- vexillology. Okay. Girls off the tongue. Oh, who is Tiki? Question 35. He is, like, the Adam version of the maori tribe like the first man right he is the um in some stories he's the creator of man and other stories he is the first man in their creation myth the maori people i guess we can read this long answer from me uh tiki is a man from maori mythology who is said to be in some cases the maker of the first man and others who have been the first man himself shall we take a little just one one quick pause i feel like we've been doing really well we have been um we've got a count up right now we have so far 32 correct answers 33 33 (laughs) correct answers and two incorrect answers and i just want to say that it is getting a lot harder for us to answer some of these questions some of them for various reasons but we are getting there in the end so to everybody who voted that we weren't doing yeah and we we tried to help you guys out we did and make ourselves dumber but I guess it can't be done you can't you can't you can't take from god what god <laughs> made natural amen so i'm actually wondering 
how do you think our listeners are doing? Better than we are, probably. But maybe not. You think they have a better record than us? 33, correct? No, you're right, you're right. Out of 32. I bet you if we let them roll around in our notes for a little bit. Maybe. a quick peek. Yeah, we do, you know, archive all of our topic research. They're going to hack us. Oh, don't hack us. Okay, so we'll move on. Yeah. Question 36. During the Roman occupation of Paris, it is said that there is a temple that stood on the site of the famous Notre Dame Cathedral. Which god was this temple dedicated to? Apollo. That's a really good guess, but it's wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, no, because Apollo's Greek. This is Correct. Wrong. They're similar, though. I'll give you that hint. Well, sort of. I don't know. So Apollo's the god of sun, mm-hmm. well, sunshine and light in Greek mythology. Uh, Jupiter is the god of light, but he's also the maker god, so he's like more like Zeus than he is like Apollo. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Then to have a, <laughs> the de- uh, temple dedicated to him. Jupiter, yeah. the god of thunder and sky. He didn't say god of thunder, oh, but I'll take it. Okay, sorry. The supposed <laughs> fountain of youth in St. Augustine, Florida and the stream that produces the fountain is rich in what element? Oh, okay. I remember this. I remember this because everyone says it smells so bad. Yeah, so. like eggs? Yes. Has to be sulfur. Sulfur. Ooh. Here's another one. This Shakespearean idiomatic expression sounds like a vegan health festival, but it actually refers to a youthful time or a heyday. Oh. I remember... I was doing... This was a whole topic for Yeah, you. Shakespearean idioms, or just something like that. Salad days. That is correct. Ooh, I got there in the end, folks. When famous sportscaster Chick Hearn says he's working on his Wrigley's, it means that the player is doing what? Oh, this Chick Hearn topic was like one of the absolute best you've ever it was done. the first one. I know. Ever. It was such a good topic, though. And we don't come across really truly interesting topics like that often yeah do you remember this one because wrigley's gives it away if it gives it away it doesn't give it away to me <laughs> chewing gum he's Wait. working on his wrigley's like wrigley gum oh he's chewing gum okay here we go another question question 40 this question's really long we should popcorn read it okay let's In- do it one of the original Mulan legends. Mulan meets Princess Dao Shenyang. <laughs> and their relationship becomes Leo Tong. What does this type of relationship mean? This was like the soul sister one. Right, soul sisters, which basically means like lesbians. Because they kind of do it a little bit in the I think they do. In the remake. Yeah. So we love that. Oh, gosh, another long one. Two girls who are bonded eternally as kindred sisters. This relationship is the strongest and most precious form of female friendship, a rare and formal relationship between women. A woman could only have one Leo Tong, uh, and the intensely unbreakable bond was for life. Damn, that is so... Uh, that does just sound like a good old-fashioned marriage. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. What are the four great inventions? Paper. Pencil. <laughs> camera and toes <laughs> <laughs> camera and toes um a wheel okay a wheel fire print press no 
ink, uh, no, wheel, compass. Lever, no, that's the seven perfect yeah. instruments or whatever it's yeah. called. Wheel, compass. I feel like paper is one. Paper or printmaking, I think, maybe? Okay. That's three. No. Fire. I don't think so. It's an invention. Eyeglasses. Maybe. Let's check. Compass, gunpowder, paper making. No. Oh, and printing. Printing, yes. Paper making. What no. are you going on about that? What did I say? <laughs> you said something else. That wasn't compass or paper. Oh, maybe it was paper. Wheel. Wheel. Oh, I insisted it was wheel. <laughs> you insisted. Me. All right, um, that's wrong. Okay, that paper making. I don't know if I would consider these. Okay. Next question. Name one way a hybrid animal is created. Oh, there's three ways. I know one is like at zoos and stuff. Right. If they force them together. Live in the same enclosure. I think one is like if their territories start mixing or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember that happened with And that can happen, birds. like, yeah. Or and like they created a whole new species. Right, because they were being, like, poached or something, and the species... They had to move. Had to move, and they met a different species, you know, those kinds of things. It happens. <laughs> it does. I don't know what the third one is, though. It's like maybe one species is it happens extinct, or extinct or something. Yeah, let's and check. so they don't have enough people to mate with. When two species territories overlap, okay. If an animal can't find any one of their own species to mate with, oh, that's obviously like sad. animals of their species aren't going extinct. I just want to clarify, right? Like you have to be the whole animal to go extinct. You right. know what I mean? Are disappearing. <laughs> okay. Um, if two different species are kept together, such as in the same enclosure of a zoo, ah, I feel like we got it. We did okay. I'm gonna give us that. Okay. Here's another one. This Italian dictator made it his goal to wipe out the mafia population in Sicily. Well, oh, <laughs> damn. As far as Italian dictators. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Mussolini. Mussolini. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Gotta love it. In order for Oktoberfest to be officially open, the mayor of Munich must perform the Ozopft. Ease. Ease. Oh, Ozopft Ease, which is what? This is the ceremonial first cask opening. And he has to break, the mayor has to, they, I should say, have to break. <laughs> you could say the mayor has to. Right. But I said, I just automatically went to the he pronoun. Oh. Unfortunately, it was a he pronoun, <laughs> who I'm referring to. But anyway, they have to beat the cask open with a hammer. Or like the seal open with a hammer. I do remember you talking about that. The ceremonial opening of the first cask of beer, which the mayor must smash open with a hammer. Nice. What is a liturgical language of Louisiana voodoo? This is Creole. Uh, it's Haitian Creole or something. Or no, it's French Creole. I don't think it'd be Haitian Creole. Louisiana, Louisiana. Creole. God damn it. I feel like you said that's that wrong. Time. Okay. <laughs> this ferryman in the river sticks might have the best job in the underworld. Charon. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, I already don't know the answer to this one, but here we go. A queer experimental film from 1936. Nope, 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 nope. A queer experimental film from 1963 directed by Jack Smith that got filmmakers arrested and charged with obscenity. 
obscenity. It's like flaming lips, flaming, flaming <sighs> creatures. Flaming creatures. Uh, yep. Flaming creatures. She's on a roll, baby. Just, just a gentle, gentle reminder for all of our listeners out there. We are in fact ahead. Yep. We currently have 43, you heard that right, 43 correct answers and only four womp, uh, wrong answers. That's pretty good. We did. We were doing pretty good, so stay tuned. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Pisa is one of four buildings in the Piazza de, de Miracoli. What was its function? It was a clock tower. Yes, yeah, so like either has to be a clock tower or a like security tower. Bell Tower. <gasps> we're both <laughs> I was thinking I said Bell it Tower. So confidently. So, okay. What did I say? Clock Tower. They I thought clocks then? God. All they have is they had sundials. Shit. That's embarrassing. Alright, move on. Next. Question. Isn't you? It's we're not me. doing a good job of switching. We are not. We'll, so we'll just take it as it is. We'll come. just take it as it is. Okay. This is it. This is one of the world's most important fertilizers and comes from the Quechuan word for seabird or bat droppings. This is guano. What is guano? Is that the... It's a fertilizer. Okay. And it's bat poop. It is bat poop. Guano, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yep. Nice. When you join a flea circus, you are tested for your abilities before getting assigned a task. If you are good at running, what type of task might you be asked to do? This was like Like, spinning the carousel or something right or pulling the chariot i remember when we asked this question on um twitter someone's like i want to be pulling a carousel <laughs> i don't get to move at all pull small carts or rotate a ferris wheel okay i feel we like okay, said the fairy, same thing i'm counting that one developed in 1955 what does the system of play in the world of lego refer to oh the system of play in lego do you know this one? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, wait. I watch Lego Masters every week. She does, she does, she does. Okay, this is that after 1955, all Lego blocks could be interconnected with one another. Correct. Ah. All blocks can interlock. Nice, 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 nice. All right, here we go. Gaeltacht is a district where the government recognizes this language as the predominant language of the home. Extra point. Which islands are considered Gaeltacht? Ooh. This is the, I remember, the Aran Islands. The Aran Islands, yes. Uh, and uh, Gaelic or Irish? Irish. It would be Irish. Irish and the Aran Islands. Nice. The Aran Islands are the islands in Ireland that um, have those really beautiful sweaters. Yeah. Oh. I remember that topic. Yep. Okay. Though she was born to an unstable home life, Brenda Fraser was able to become an it girl thanks to being recognized at what coming of age event? Oh, what a great question. Because I was like, who the heck in a handbasket is Brenda Fraser? But that last little bit at the end gave it away, folks. And if you've listened to it for a long time, you would know it is, in fact, a debutante. Debutante bald. Nice, nice. Okay, we're moving into question 54. Margaret Vinci Helt of Elmhurst, Illinois, invented this elaborate 60s hairstyle that is sometimes known as B-52 due to its resemblance to the nose of a Boeing B-52. Oh. Beehive. The beehive. Could you imagine if we had to go out in beehives? We would have really strong necks. We would have strong necks, and we would do it. I would do it. Could you imagine? 
What war was French martyr Joan of Arc born during? Oh, oh I know this. The civil French Civil War. I'm not going to sound dumb saying that. No, you're not going to okay. sound dumb, but it is wrong. The Revolutionary War. No. <laughs> the Revolutionary War. <laughs> I don't know. American Revolutionary. <laughs> well, okay, you know it. It is the Hundred Years' War. I was, I was literally going to say that. I was no, just it was, about to I say was. that. I really was. Okay. <laughs> Name three of the six main countries where the Northern Lights can be viewed. Alaska. Countries. Canada. <laughs> um, Iceland. Norway. Norway. That's six. Should, That's three. I mean, three. Should we try to name all six? Yes. Russia. Um, well, Finland? Yeah. Norway and Finland. I feel like, okay, you can see Northern Lights in Alaska, so I should say the U.S. Did we say Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the first I don't ones. think it's the U.S. Canada, Norway, Finland, Finland Russia, Russia, Iceland, Sweden. Canada, Alaska, Scandinavia, Iceland, Greenland, and Russia. Oh, well, okay. Scandinavia, we kind of said. Yeah, we said all Alaska's the- on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the country. Okay, so that counts the U.S. <laughs> uh, that is so embarrassing. I'm going to count that. Fine. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. This toy was accidentally invented by Richard James while he was trying to design a means for suspending sensitive shipboard instruments aboard naval vessels. Is this the slinky? Yes. Okay. Where is the Munch Munch Museum located? I feel like when we did the Munch topic, someone wrote to us and told us it was pronounced like Munch or Manch, something completely different and we had said it wrong the entire episode and we said it wrong again right now so if you know how munch and von munch says his name please let, let us, us know. know um that's the scream where the yeah huh? let's do the scream yeah <laughs> i hated that okay uh oh it's i want to say Oslo. it's in norway yeah also norway Ooh, okay Mae West was a Hollywood actress who was five foot tall and had to wear what to compensate her lack of height? These are those weird shoes that you post on her Instagram. Yes, they're so weird. I think they're nine and a half inch platform heels. That make it look like you're wearing pumps. Right. And the dress sits five inches or like however many above the ground, but like falls over the top of the platform. So it looks like. You're wearing shoes and you're just that high. You're really like on stilts. But you're really on stilts under the dress. There you go. Nine and a half inch customized shoes feature a top set platform designed to be hidden by a skirt hemline. Wow. What kind of spirits are welcomed into Odin's Hall of Dead Valhalla? It's like warrior spirits or something. Yeah. You got you to gotta be a fighter to get into Valhalla. Mm-hmm. I'm a fighter. I've always been a fighter. Really? I feel like you're more of a lover than a fighter. The only reason you fight is because you love. That was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was pretty good. Anyway, warrior spirits. Let's let's do it. Spirits of deceased. Elite warriors. Okay. Oh, I didn't say elite. I'm still going to count it. Okay. I would too. What language do the North American Amish speak? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch. Dutch. 
which is, you know, shortened from Deutsch, which is means German. They don't actually yeah. speech, speak Dutch. This is They're from I, Deutschland. Germany. I feel like I bring up a lot of um, Amish trivia. Like mm. you're talking about bringing up trivia at a party mm-hmm. or something. Amish always make their yes. way in. <laughs> Krakens attack attract their prey by releasing something into the water that colors the surface of the water and makes it appear quite thick and turbid. What do they release? Isn't it their poop? It's their poop, and they just like keep eating fish and pooping and attracting fish. Yeah, that's all that's, that's all that their life is for. Which is all that we do. Poop yeah. and attract other people. Well, we record a podcast in between. We do. So that we got that going. The Kraken does not have a podcast, as, as, long as, as far as I know. Okay, it is fish poop. First it emits a smell that attracts the fish, then it poops out the fish and uses the poop to lure even more fish. The kraken eats them and poops them back out again to start the cycle all over. I feel like I've said kraken and kraken. Kraken. When you say kraken. <laughs> Sorry. What is it really? Kraken. When you say kraken. <laughs> You're from Scotland. Maybe that's what I was... I feel like I've heard both, but maybe I've, I've s- heard Scottish people talking Duh, about it. I've seen the kraken. <laughs> Okay. Hi, how do I do? Good. Thank you. Thank you, James. Okay, next question, 63. This is the alternating or mixed use of two or more languages often used to alter how you express yourself based on your audience. This is one of the questions that Grace edited that I made because apparently it was too ridiculous. No, it was not that. <laughs> it just, it made more, the other ones were more formatted that way. But you're right, maybe it would, it would have been harder that way. It might, might have been a little bit harder. Although I feel like I remember this one because it was such a good topic that you did back is, in the day. It's an early, early topic. It was mm-hmm. a good one. Um, and the answer, my dear friends, is code switching. Correct. How many years will it take the Gregorian calendar to fall a single day out of sync with the solar year? Ah, it will. For, it, it will do indeed. This is why week year exists. Correct. Um, like. It was a big number, like 3,000 or something. Yes, 3,300 years. So, yeah, since they implemented the leap year. When was the leap year implemented? It was like during Julius. It was right after Julius Caesar. Yeah. No. 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 That was the Julian calendar. Then we switched to the Gregorian calendar, which I think is actually like the 1500s. Anyway, we were right. 3,300 3, years to fall out of sync with the Gregorian calendar. And that's why we do a leap year. It is. So you don't have to worry about that. Don't, don't worry about, about it. it at all. Okay. Who was the most recent American politician to inspect the gold supposedly stored inside Fort Knox? <laughs> this was someone really, it was like Mitch McConnell or something. It's Mitch McConnell. He was the last person, I think, in 2014 or something, maybe earlier. I don't trust that. Uh, yep. does, no, he's Slip. No, he's like a sneaky, sneaky Mitch. Or what? what's his name? Slick Mitch? Slick Mitch? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. You let us know. Yeah. All right. Here it is. Here it is. What is the origin of the idiom, let the cat out of the bag? This was like farmers used to put, or used to say they were selling like one type of animal, chickens or something, and then they someone would buy a bag of them, and he would put, cats in the bag instead and mm-hmm. the buyer would take them home and then realize it was a scam mm-hmm. because the cat came out of the bag mm, literally surprise surprise that was a great explanation thank you thank you for the time and dedication to that basically the answer on the back of this card is exactly <laughs> the story well, except that they sell piglets okay yeah and it was merchants not farmers but what can you do okay but i feel like the farmers have to work too uh-huh Oh, here is the next question. Gerald Gardner is considered the founder of blank. 
This is a religion. <laughs> oh, Wicca. Wicca. Yes, in the 50s. Next question. This country has an even rowdier après ski culture than Switzerland. This is either Austria or Germany. I feel like it was Austria because I was supposed to go to Austria. Yeah, I think it's Austria. I think they're bonkers. Austria is correct, folks. Diane Fossey was a gorilla researcher who held her gorillas in higher esteem than the people who lived in Rwanda, True. the country she decided to set up her research center in. She had a special relationship with one particular gorilla who she was later buried next to after she was murdered. Yeah, that's a wild story. <laughs> it was like, you know, you're hearing this weird story about this like white woman who goes to Africa and does like lots of colonizer things and then suddenly murder mystery, unsolved murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Well, what was her gorilla friend? Kiko or something like that. You think of Coco? Oh, maybe I am. Do you know the name? It was yes. It was like Digit or something. Digit, right? How do you have such a good memory? Because he had it was missing a finger. Digit. Okay. Question seventy. Russian Tsar Alexander the Third commissioned this jewelry firm to make an Easter gift for his wife, Empress Maria Fyodorovna. I did an escape from the other day where there's a Fabergé egg and I knew <gasps> that it was from Russia because it was wow. that had to do with it. And I was like, no, that's Russian, obviously. Where were you doing this? Uh, I don't Why know. did I know you were doing it? I feel like you tell me. No, I might have been in Memphis. Ah. I can't remember. Oh, God. Oh, no, it was when I was in North Carolina. Oh, right, right. Recently. Yeah. Okay. She did an escape room and there was a Fabergé egg. And that is... <laughs> testament to why she listened to this podcast because you will in fact learn information like we all are and then you can whip it out when you most need it as that timer in is the clicking away escape room is counting down anyway so it was like the fabergé company no what was it house of fabergé house of fabergé could you imagine you're being you, you are the house of fabergé and someone says uh excuse me there i'm coming in here looking for the 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 Fabergé Company. Well, hello, Tiffany and Co. It's true. Works for them. It does. I guess they chose that. It's different. It's different when you pick your own name. Okay. Lydia Thompson and her burlesque group, the British Blondes, shocked audiences by wearing what on their legs? It's a cl- oh, I want to say like clear pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> Panties, blush colored tights. <laughs> pantyhose. Oh, I hate it. Okay, question 72. Circadian rhythm will peak your energy randomly throughout the day to keep you alert. Most adults have their lowest alternate <laughs> their lowest alertness between 2 to 4 a.m. and what other 2 hour time period? Um I remember this top like this part of the topic because it was like it compared you to a phone like you charge your phone overnight and then throughout the day it kind of depletes mm-hmm. but the human body can't do that because then you would be only alert in the morning and like really drowsy at night. Mm-hmm. So that's why your alertness levels peak throughout the day because you can't sustain ah. you know, peak alertness all, all through the day. And I remember that we do our coffee breaks at three o'clock. You're right. And I remember after reading this. We were like, oh, that makes sense for us because we're always tired at 3. So I feel like it's 1 to 3 p.m. Okay. Dude. Boom. This woman, I sort of got, is a wealth of knowledge. Okay, but to be fair, we had to put these questions together and that, you know. I know, but that was impressive. I was sitting here engaged. I was engaged. (laughs) 
And I've already learned it. All right. All right. Next question. 73. This gigantic tomb almost had an identical twin, but black, built across the street. The Taj Mahal. Oh, shit. You're right. Because I remember we were like, should the Taj Mahal get a goth girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is still yes on that question. And I feel like it'd be super cool to have a black Taj Mahal. I forget why they they can't. I mean, I'm sure they'd use that land for something else. Yeah. It was like the king who wanted to do it. Like got in trouble or something. Yeah. But it's like now why don't they do it? There's I know they should. There, I'm sure. Yeah. You're right. Taj Mahal. Question 74. Okiyas are training homes for women who want to train to become what type of Japanese artist? Oh, this is the geisha. Correct. Nice, 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 nice. Question 75. Great. Can you give us a little insight into our score? Yes. How are we doing? Well, that's funny that you asked because we actually have 69 questions correct. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and five incorrect questions. Okay. And we're at 75. All right. So I keep watching. <laughs> we're probably going to go up to, for this first episode, approximately 100 questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it seems like we're doing so much better than everybody anticipated. Even, I dare say. Better than we yeah. anticipated, we honestly. We're doing really well. We're doing really well. And we even tried to hinder ourselves. We tried to hold it back. Well, you know what this is like? In the Ouija board episode, we talked about the ideometer effect oh, or yes. whatever, where it's like your brain can access parts of your subconscious mm-hmm. um, without you knowing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like we're getting these questions. Our subconscious knows the answer because obviously we sat and recorded this podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Are the things we're learning in this podcast coming to action now? Maybe. Yes. Maybe our questions aren't hard enough. We're like, what year was the Notre Dame built? <laughs> that would have been impossible. Yeah. Sorry. Not happening. Um, all right. Next question. Question 75. Coming at you right now. Ikea's bathroom sinks are all named after Swedish blanks. It's like Swedish lakes or something. It's got to be a Swedish lake, right? Could you imagine if it was like Swedish pond? <laughs> Bodies of water. It could be a pond. I feel like I'm going to count that. <laughs> count okay. that. Are you kidding? What does the Arabic word Hajj translate to? The Arabic word Hajj, I believe, translates to pilgrimage. Yes. Pilgrimage to Mecca. Okay, that was question episode. 76. Question 77. Oh, my God. This is one of the early ones mm-hmm. I did that I struggled to think about what I could have possibly talked about in this episode. Um, this question is, Cetus, a constellation found in the region of the sky known as the water, also go by, goes by the name of what aquatic mammal? It's a whale, I believe. That makes sense. I feel like there's not a dolphin constellation. What phobia did U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt have? Before I answer this, I need to tell an extremely embarrassing fact about myself. Yes. So I always thought FDR's name was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh-huh. And only recently when I said Franklin Delano Roosevelt in front of my boyfriend, did he go, what was that? Say that again. Tupperware. Sh- shorter. First syllable. Tub. Wrong. Well, I mean, it's Delano Roosevelt, so. I know, and it's, okay. his wife's name is Eleanor. Yeah, it's like Del Eleanor. Like... <laughs> A Spanish last name. Anyway, back to his phobia. Uh, the fear of dying in a fire, which I think is... Yeah, I remember this, because he would have his staff like run fire drills constantly. I know. And then, ironically, was he killed in a fire? I don't think he was. I don't think he was. 
I feel like we would know that. Ironically, wasn't he killed in a fire? Oh. Disseminating face. Did you give it to us? I, that's it. It has to be it. Okay. And I did give it to us, yes. Okay. The first American guide dog was named Buddy and belonged to a teenager named Morris Frank who went on to open the first American guide dog school. What breed was Buddy? What breed was Buddy? This got to be like a German Shepherd. I feel like German Shepherd, Shepherd was the first seeing I, I would say German Shepherd. Yeah. Very good. Very good boys. This, this baby is, reflex begins yeah, when the corner of the baby's mouth is stroked or touched. The baby will turn his or her head and open his or her mouth to follow and blank in the direction of the stroking. This helps the baby find the breast or bottle to begin feeding. Okay, so it's blank. This baby will turn his or her head and open his or her mouth to follow and blank in the direction. Blank? Maybe blank. I don't know. So what is this reference called, though? Or like a reflex? Oh, oh, blank is not the answer we're looking for. Right. Okay. Um, like the. I think it's just a typo. Gang, gang, gag reflex. Gag? No. Gag reflex. No. Focus reflex. Sure. I we're gonna get this wrong. Root reflex. That's hard. That was hard. God, the answer was root reflex. Root. Oh, did not say it clearly enough. Okay. I don't know if you did. I get it. Okay. Question 81. The NBA once had a wardrobe rule called the 51% rule. What was it? Oh, remember this? Yes, it was in your sneakerhead episode. Yes. So it has to be like they have like 51% of the shoe has to be white or something. Yes, it's 51% of the shoe has to be white. And I think the remaining has to be uh, similar to your, like a color similar to your uniform. But they don't have that anymore, right? No, that got uh, repealed. <laughs> the rules up in 2000 in the answer. Yeah. Player shoes had to be 51% white and in accordance with what the rest of the team was wearing. Okay. Like the rest of their uniform, or they all to have shoes that matched. Ah, good so question. Just... Yeah, give it to us. Moving on. Next question. What is the most common way to destroy a vampire according to vampiric lore? Vampiric lore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there an issue? No. Um, this is... Um, this would be like stake to the heart. Stake to the heart, yeah. Or silver, silver bullet. No, that's werewolf. Werewolf, yeah. Or both. Have we done werewolf yet? Yes. Ah. Staking through the mouth or heart. Oh, right. Some people used to like shove mouth? bricks through their mouth. I feel like a mouth is hard to aim at. Yeah. It moves more than the heart. And it yeah. also opens. And, okay. Okay. The Chinese zodiac is made up of 12 animals. Can you name six of them? These are not your average animal. I mean, they are. Well, I guess they are. <laughs> um, I feel, well, rat, goat. Dragon. Dragon. Chicken? Chicken. Is there Bear? a... Bear? Bear, you're the... Monkey. Dog. Monkey, yeah. It's got to be you're the pig, right? Pig. Horse. Horse. Snake. Sloth. A sloth? I think so. That's only 10? Yeah. Fuck. Two more. Is there a dog? I don't think there's a dog. Can you a cat? No. Ti- tiger, maybe? Here's a tiger, yes. Oh, yeah, that's one that everyone wants to be in, I yes. think. Yeah, we're missing I feel one. Like it, okay. What's well, We only named yeah. six. Rat, ox. ox. We always forget the ox. Tiger. Oh, we didn't get rabbit, did we? I don't think we did. Dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster. Dog. dog. Oh, it's not chicken. It's also a rooster. Uh, oh, okay. and dog is one of them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. We didn't do as good yeah. as we thought we did. Well, we did six. We did six. I'll give it to us. Okay. How many layers are in... Oh, sorry. 
Um, just just which one. How many layers in an or a hint? It's a spiritual number. It's got to be seven. Yes, seven deadly sins. Seven deadly sins. Seven beautiful ladies. Seven maids of milking. Seven maids of milking. Seven world wonders. We we don't make this stuff up, folks. <laughs> There's sevens. Just look for sevens around you. It means something. Yeah. Um, okay. I thought this was Lizzie McGuire. Oh, you can read it. I'll read this one. Yeah. This is question 85. Lizzie Maggie was the inventor of the game Monopoly, and she believed in which economic perspective? It was like a little known one. Uh, it's, uh, Georgian? Georgian. Georgian. Do you know what that is? It is when people are taxed on land. And that money is used to fund the government, and whatever is left over is redistributed to the people. The people. The, the, the people. people. <laughs> the people. I did so well. And there you go, Georgism. Instead of taxing income or other sources, the government should create a universal land tax based on the usefulness, size, location of the land. After funding the government, the left. Oh, after funding the government, the leftover money would be stripped to people. Exactly. Damn. The same. Wow. All right. Next question. This is the only women's event regularly shown at the PRCA rodeos. Oh, this is a good topic, too. But what was it? It's the one where they run on the horses and zigzag. It's I the don't... barrel racing. Barrel racing. I've been to a couple horse shows in my life. She's been to a few. Not a rodeo, but they do that at horse shows, mm-hmm. too. Uh, question 87. The costume for this Japanese character weighed about 2,200 pounds. 220 Oh, shit. <laughs> Weighed about 220 pounds. And uh, correcting myself there just gave me the time to remember the answer to this. Yes. Godzilla. Correct. Right. His costume was so crazy heavy. heavy. Yeah. Well, because it was like, I forget, because of after the war, there was shortages on materials they could use. And so I think they were going to use like lighter plastic, but ah. they couldn't use that. So it ended up being heavier. But right. I think cement was involved, actually. Yeah. Damn. Godzilla. Imagine showing him to work and that's your job. I know. No one even recognized him after because no one saw his face. But he, he looked, they liked him, though. He, he, he did a he good He found job. his way to, like, the Comic-Cons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next question uh, is question 88, uh, which is... Oh, I'm going. Okay. You're going? <laughs> this movie about a demonic Lincoln Continental Mark III is included in the official Razzie movie guide as one of the 100 most enjoyably bad movies ever made. Oh, the car. Yes. That was actually in a crossword recently, and the only reason I knew it is because of your topic. <laughs> and this is why that's, what been saying that's why you gotta listen to this podcast. Okay, question eighty nine: Where does tea leaf reading originate from? This is my topic too. Yes, it should be obvious. Is it India? Or- no, good guess. You want me to tell you? Yeah, ancient China. Oh, of course, everything. Buddhist monks in ancient China. That's cool. Very cool. Question 90. Sadie Hawkins is a character from what comic strip by Al Cap? Oh, God, Grace. I don't know the name of this. It's like Samson or something. Or no. fuck. Lil Abner. Lil Abner. I would never have gotten there. And that's a fact. That's a fact. But I will get us to the next question. This famed fortune teller got his start by helping towns recover from the plague by describing such radical treatments like fresh air, water, and clean bedding. Oh, um, that's like Copernicus. Copernicus? Yeah. Mr. No. Damas. Shit, who is Copernicus? Copernicus was the one, oh, no, I don't want to sound dumb, but I feel like he was an astronomer. Oh, damn it. Mr. Damas and Copernicus is basically the exact same name. No, what's the other one that I always think it is? Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
good one. Next. That's you. No. I just went. I just read about Nostradamus. Okay. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I know. Okay, don't to get this. this... <laughs> okay. 92. O blood type is the universal donor, but they can only receive from other O's. Which blood type is the universal receiver, baby? <laughs> this. Oh, God. I don't know anything about blood types, even after learning from Grace. Well, it, in one ear, out the other. I remember blood types. <gasps> so, <laughs> Judas. Um,. It's the A, B can receive everything because A's can yeah, receive can. A's, B's can receive B's, and anyone can receive O. So it's kind of like they have everything. They can do it all. Yeah, so shout out to A, B. It's, I think that's actually one of the rarest type. Well, for good reason, which is what leads me to yeah. question 95. Hitokara is Japanese for singing karaoke alone. Alone in front of a crowd, you may choose to sing your... Juachiban, a Japanese term that means what? This is like your karaoke song. The one and only karaoke song for you that you're known for, that you go to you go to it every time. Which is you I don't know for me. That one special song you're especially good at performing. Oh, I love that. I love that they have a term for that. It's what's really your cool. karaoke song? Or sorry, I should say, what's your Juachiban? I have to get back to you on that. All right, we'll get back to that. Question I think, 94. I think I'm going to be really boring with mine. Okay. About the killers. Oh, Bright Eyes? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, no, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside, sorry. Okay. Who the heck are we? All right, next, next. <laughs> this is you now. Okay, I, I'll go. I don't know if it is me, but I'm just going to read it anyway. In North Indian tradition, it is common for a bride's henna to have a hidden sword, sorry, <laughs> a hidden word that her husband will look for later. What is this word? Is this saying what is the word that every bride uses or what is the term for this tradition? Kind of like what is the, it's not the word, the mall, it's like a category of word. Oh, I guess that makes it kind of obvious or not. A curse word? No, their husband's name. And then uh, it's like they look for the husband's supposed to look for it. Okay. I'm going to say yes because I know. <laughs> Uh, 95, this plant is used to create a vomiting syrup. Hashtag legalize it. <laughs> it's Ipecapuana. which... No, but... What? Sorry, sorry, go. No, I don't got nothing. Okay. No, is that the name of the plant? No, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, that's not the name of the product, but it's had a longer name because it's like a scientific name. Ipecapuana. I don't remember Ipecapuana. Carapuchia Ipecapuana. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. We got another one wrong. Damn, we're slowly just going down. No, we're actually doing really well. Really well. Yep. Yeah. 96. Cupid has two types of arrows. Ones that make people fall in love and ones that make people hate each other. What are they made of? That is a hard freaking question, my friend. No, because I remember we had like the lead and arrow society. I thought would be a good... Oh! Like... Name, band name. Yes. Garage band, band name. Will we start a band? Who knows? We were we were chit-chatting once about potentially taking singing lessons. So that we could become better at karaoke, obviously. Obviously. And to perform in the musicals we were destined to perform in. As backup. We can't get backup, let's be honest. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, lead, I'm going to guess, well, is one. Well, lead and arrows. I don't know what the good one is, though. Wood. No, I feel like it's like silver or gold. Gold. 
Let's say gold. Love equals gold and lead equals hate. Okay. Question 97. This plant was considered sacred by the Norse goddess of love, Frigga, and was used in ancient times to treat infertility. Interesting. I don't even remember what topic this is from. <laughs> this is from the topic where I talked about all the pagan traditions that inspired okay. all the Christmas traditions we have today. Is this... this Holly? Mistletoe. Fudge. I'm going to take it. We're taking it. Grace knew it. Okay, that's how it works in this podcast. All right, 98. This ingredient commonly used in traditional British Christmas puddings is made from the raw hard fat of beef or lamb found around the loins or kidneys. Oh, this is your topic. suet. Yum. Grace used mm. to hate when I would do the food topics. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, okay, 99. In a novel titled The Life of Aesop, written in the first century AD, the famed Aesop suffers from, quote, the disability of dumbness, which goddess grants him the gift of speech. This was a really hard topic to write a question for, I'm just going to say, because there's nothing set in stone. I couldn't, like, exactly put, what, what's the theme of the tortoise and the hare? Like, yeah. what? Um, I know the answer to this. It's like Iris or, no, no Isis. Isis, yeah. Yep. Whoa, question 100. Should we pause here for now? I think we should. Okay. We'll get back to you all with question 100 next week. I hope that you guys can bear with us for a little longer. Bear but with I, us. We're, we will bear with you. Yes, but I do want to say we're doing a hell of a lot better than we even ourselves expected. Yeah. So what does that mean for the future? I couldn't tell you. But... <laughs> something to think about <laughs> something well, we've all got on the brain you know what maybe one day we could do like in the future if people like this we could have our listeners write questions, questions and submit them to us that would be and you guys make it way harder than this and we will we fail. will fail yeah. so hard and make ourselves look like fools but we would do that for you we would so. do it for you i would also take you all to karaoke Everyone? <laughs> Everyone. All right. So should we sign off for now? And then I think we should sign off for now, okay. but hold your breath. We will be back very soon with more genius. But until next time, you're listening to Two Girls from Crosswords. This is our 100th episode, Trivia Bonanza. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Good Eve Girls. Or Instagram at the Good Evening Girls. Or uh, TikTok at the Good Eve Girls. Everything will be linked below. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel too. Yes. Um, and I think that's it and that's all for this time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.